If your business has big goals, you need more than just another vendor. You need a true partner who cares about your deal as much as you do. At PropLogix, we provide time-saving due diligence services from title searches to HOA research, lien searches, and more. Our team will go out of their way to ensure you're supported, and our reports are backed by our Six Sigma quality assurance approach. PropLogix, getting you to the closing table with confidence. A new episode of Title Talks starts now. In a world where you can watch the delivery driver turning onto your street with your pad tie order, or pay for your coffee without ever pulling your wallet out, or get almost anything you could ever need delivered within two hours, it's no surprise that our expectations are sky high for fast service and convenience. The title and settlement industry, by contrast, still suffers from slow processes, poor communication, and a lack of transparency. The gap between how consumers are used to getting what they need when they need it and the often opaque transaction process is huge. Close Simple co-founders Paul Stein and Bill Svoboda join me to talk about how you can begin closing that gap by evaluating and improving your customer experience with more transparency and better communication. I'm Lindsay Gordon, and this is Title Talks. joining me. Welcome to the Title Talks podcast, Bill and Paul. Great to be here. Where are you both joining us from? Well, you can see out our window, it's sunny Minneapolis today. You know, uh, normally it could you could say snowy Minneapolis, but today it's sunny Minneapolis. But I think there's like this mix, this misconception that it's always cold here. It's not. It's not. You know, January, February cold. The rest of the year is pretty cool. Right now is perfection. High 70s, sun, sunny. We're at the lake all the time. It's oh, great. God. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. So um, you both are co-founders of Close Simple. So I want to give you guys a little bit of time to chat and talk about, um, first introduce yourselves, your experience in the title industry, and then talk a little bit about Close Simple. Yeah, so... Uh, we started Close Simple Product and Market 2018, and I think our first ever title conference was the very end of 2016. Spent some time in 2017, kind of getting things ramped up. Started bringing Close Simple out to the market in 2018, and um, you know what we really try to do is help title and escrow companies, real estate attorneys, just elevate the closing experience through thinking about what is the experience, not just for buyers, sellers, realtors, lenders, attorneys, the clients that are out there, but also internal staff. And how can we actually just make this a better experience? Um, and it's been fun to kind of go from 2016, uh, hearing people say, I don't know if this is a thing to now. We just hear people saying all the time, I just need to get more communication out to my end clients. And I need to be able to provide a better way for them to interact with me digitally. And uh, so that's what we do. And um, Bill, you, you know, Maybe you want to like add anything to that as well. We try to keep it simple here at Close Simple. You know, if it's if it's not simple, we named it wrong. We just love helping our customers win, helping title agents, real estate attorneys look amazing during the closing um, through regular, ordinary communication to buyer, seller, realtor, lenders, everybody on that on that file. Yep. 
obviously today we're talking about uh, changing consumer expectations and demands and then improving your experience as a title agency owner, real estate attorney, um, and making sure your customers are having those kind of experiences so that they remember you after closing day. So um, let's talk about what is customer experience? Obviously, it's a pretty self-explanatory term, but like, if I have no idea, I hear this buzzword all the time. Like, what is it? How do you define it? Yeah, I mean, like when you think about customer experience, really, how a customer feels about the sum of their interactions with your business is maybe just like if you were to Google it, that's what you would see. But it's really the perceptions and related feelings caused by whatever that, that interaction or that experience of working with an organization is. How's that? That's good. So, and then Bill, so we, we along with customer experience, we talk about customer journey a lot. Like, what, what, how would you define that? Well, I'm not gonna Google it here, like, but if I was gonna Google it in my head, the way I'd say customer journey is from the time somebody hears about your company is kind of figuring out, do I wanna use them through using you and after it? Like, what are they gonna experience? What are those touch points? What are those remarkable moments? Is it, um, is it easy to understand? Is it complex? Um, do you feel like you know what's gonna happen next? Um, I think customer journey is that, you know, if you call an Uber, the customer journey is, let's go back, you heard about this rideshare app, you know, you're tired of a taxi, um, you download the Uber app, you're going to give it a try, you put in where you want to go, and you watch that Uber left turn, right turn, left turn all the way to you, and you know you're going to pay $15 for it, you know, so Uber does a great job of setting expectations. That's the same thing with any type of transaction we get in, including you know our industry. So why is it that title professionals really need to care about this customer journey and experience, especially when so often they're you know they're working for the consumer, but they're they're getting deals from the real estate agent? Why is it so important to make sure that this consumer experience is like key? Yeah, I mean you hit on it earlier. Um, once they're through this experience, do they even remember who they were working with? You know, and I think that's becoming more and more critical. You know, five, six years ago, your all your interactions with the title company might have been through a realtor or through a lender. And even as we've been in the industry now six, seven years, we've seen that shift. You know, it's becoming more direct to consumer interactions. But then also we're seeing title and escrow companies, real estate attorneys care more about, look, you have three or four different clients involved here and it's important to make sure that each of them has a great experience. So I think oftentimes we think about this customer experience thing with consumers, but what's that realtor experience? The non-referring realtor experience, what are they walking into and how are you interacting with them? And you know, Bill, type, Bill talks about creating the remarkable experiences. And if you can do that, not just as somebody having a good experience, but it's going to be a differentiator. It's going to be something that sets you apart from your competitor down the street. And that's why it's so critical. So I, I think like Bill, Bill, you talk a lot about how just the, um, just the world of customer experience has changed so much in the last five, six years everyone's out there going how do we make this a remarkable experience and if you're not you're behind you know and so 
maybe you're not even competing with that customer down the, or that competitor down the street, but you're competing with the Uber experience, the Amazon experience, the Domino's experience, and that's what people are coming to expect. So when they don't get it from their title professional, from their closing experience, they start going, wait a second, something's wrong here. I, I look at it too like the sticky factor where we're always looking at, I say we as if I was a title company right now, um, if I owned a title company, I would be looking at how do I keep my referral sources sticky and how do I make other people look at me and go, that title company, that real estate attorney does it different. And um, that's really where we try to try to help people, make it a sticky process where I like to say you can't imagine anyone else at the center of that transaction but that title and escrow company, that real estate attorney, because they just our, make it easy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know in our pre-interview you talked about um, the make their butt look good principle. <laughs> yeah, make their butt look good. Um, Out of context, that's like the weirdest thing, but yeah. I think half the industry may have heard the story. Already. Yeah. Um, so make their butt look good. This became kind of a thing that when I was when I got into the title and escrow industry, Paul and I did not come from title and escrow. Paul was in digital advertising, doing crazy huge campaigns like Times Square, you know, digital ads. I own an online e-commerce business, uh, custom apparel. So we didn't come from title, but we really listened to the people in this industry. We didn't try to sound smarter or assume too many things. And um, one of the things that I brought in from my past experience was just this idea. Tom Ford, he's a designer. He had this one quote. If you're unfamiliar with Tom Ford, he's the guy that redid Gucci in the 90s. He was at Saint Laurent, now he has Tom Ford. So like when you see Tom Brady walking into the Super Bowl, he's wearing an $8,000 Tom Ford jacket and a 2,000 pair of Tom Ford boots. And you know, but Tom Ford had this one line. Um, he was asked once, he goes, hey, he was being interviewed. Hey, you redid Gucci, you know, marketing is obviously a big thing for you. What role does marketing play in your brand? And the reporter expected Tom to say something like, oh, I love marketing, it's the greatest thing ever, you try to shock, awe, whatever. But instead, Tom downplayed and he goes, you know, I don't really like that word marketing. In fact, it's used for hollow products that can't speak for themselves. When a customer walks into the store, tries on a pair of pants, if it doesn't make their butt look good, they're walking out, no matter how much marketing you did to get yeah. them in there. Yeah. And that's coming from a guy who's selling $8,000 jackets and, you know, we look at it though, how do we make, how do we help our title and escrow companies, real estate attorneys, how do we help them make their customers' butts look good? The real estate attorney who refers business, is it a consistent process? What type of experience is that realtor going, hey, when you close with this company, here's what's gonna happen. We love helping title and escrow companies make the realtor's butt look good. We love making title and escrow companies' butts look good. But how is that title and escrow company making the referring party look amazing? Yeah. And just to build on that, I think, Lindsay, when we think about what's the experience, once you're in, every salesperson out there knows whatever industry you're selling into, the first experience that, that that new customer has with whatever you just sold them is going to either cement the relationship or it's going to cause friction and might be the only interaction you ever have. So even as we think about customer experience, that first time that new realtor customer comes in, what happens? Like, is their experience remarkable? Is it cementing the relationship? Is it making it sticky like Bill said? Or are they walking out without the pants? You know, yeah. to just yeah. tie it back to the analogy. <laughs> and Lindsay, like one more, one more thing, it's kind of like 
in title, I always, I get to speak around the country a lot. Paul does too. And one of the biggest things I talk about is change in the conversation. Um, title and escrow for years, we've been talking about closing on time and accurate in our sales presentations to a realtor or to a lender. Like, hey, close with us, give us a chance. Um, if we can change the conversation conversation to something else, like check out our proven process, look at these emails, look at these texts, look at this portal, look at this. All of a sudden that realtor goes, that that is different. I need that. I need that in my life and my buyer needs that. My seller needs that. If I had that, I wouldn't get as many questions from my buyer, my seller. So it's really about changing the conversation um, to the realtors, not talking about typical title stuff. Talking but, about customer experience. Yeah, talking about the customer experience. Absolutely. So, you know, when it comes to these consumer expectations and like I know you touched on it with Uber and that that experience of like I know exactly what to expect I know how much I'm gonna pay I know you know there's a lot of things about our industry that there's a huge disconnect between where people are used to having their needs met and in the ways that they're used to having their needs met and the way normal transactions go down you know so kind of talk a little bit about where those those disconnects are yeah, I mean, I think what you're hitting on perfectly is just the idea of transparency. You know, when you have access in and you understand what is happening, it changes the way you experience whatever that is. You know, and I, I like to say that happiness is typically driven by expectations. So if we ex expect to have a bad experience and we do, we're like, oh, well, I mean, that was my expectation going in. But if we expect to have a phenomenal experience and we have a bad one, it's all of a sudden this huge disconnect in, in sort of completely unmet expectations. So when you start to think about both of those things, if you can create a transparent process where people know what they're walking into, I mean, you, can, you really start to change the game. You really start to have new opportunities. And I think because this industry, as we understand it, sat in the background forever until 08, you know, 07, 08, when everything sort of changed in terms of like, nope, now we gotta start operating way out in front of the customer more versus just behind a realtor, behind a lender. It's been an entirely new world for the last decade of trying to go, okay, how do we become companies that talk directly to consumers? How do we become companies that have to market and sell our services in a way that's not just, hey, we'll cut you in on the back over here or, We'll take you to the ball game or things that way you know and you know we've seen that dramatically in minnesota where it's like you can only spend up to five dollars a year sort of enticing a realtor to give us your business you know so like we have to become full you know blown organizations when it comes to actually being out in front um, and that takes some time how do we even talk about the title process in words that an like, outside layperson will understand versus the words we've been using internally for the last 30 years, you know? So, um, you know, I think we're making tremendous progress. We talk to people all the time now who are saying, I just need to be able to communicate better out to everybody, which no one would have said five years ago. You know, I just need a way to do this digitally, which no one would have said five years ago. So it's been cool to see the industry come along, but I think we have a ways to go in terms of bringing that level of expectation and transparency to the process. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, because things are so fragmented and there's so many different uh, parties that you're trying to like keep informed, it's like 
the changing compute uh, consumer expectation and like understanding the landscape of like how technology plays a part in, in you know more savvy tech driven industries it's kind of like we've identified more easily like yeah this is an issue people are like why can't like i have no idea what's going on i haven't heard from this person or that person and and like it's just that that frustration of feeling like i don't know what's going on i'm used to knowing i like control I, like everybody does you know it's that's just yeah. a really good point that it's something that it probably it definitely has been an issue for a long time but people didn't have that expectation they didn't know that it could be better or different and like now we're trying to catch up and trying to figure out what are the ways that we can take this really tough arduous and like uh, complicated process and make it easier for people to experience yeah and then add in the fact that outside of the investors and people who do this all the time you've got someone making the biggest in the biggest transaction of their lives probably on one hand, and then you have somebody's paycheck tied to it on the other. So that, of course, everyone's ah, what's going on? We need, we need to know what's going on. I like your ad of control. So maybe we can add transparency is important. Expectations are important. People like having control, and that's why we're just starting to see like, okay, it's obvious why this is so critical. So we know that it's important. <laughs> We've made that case. So what are some of the areas areas in my business I need to really focus on? You guys talked about communication. What are some other um, areas that you think that are just not ideal or maybe just some other technologies that could be helpful? We've been hitting on a few things big at Close Simple, like a few real pain points, I think. And Paul gets to talk to some of our largest customers around the country. I mean, the number of deals that actually go through Close Simple, it's, it's a lot. Um, security is a big one like what are, what have you been hearing yeah you know i think there's a number of trends in how people interact with um services that are important obviously everything has to be tied in security like i'm sure you've done 100 podcasts on fraud and you know the shifting uh what is it this week it's always something new it seems like and there's a new way that we're being targeted the i would say like one of the biggest things is just we're all on our phones and that's not a new thing, but I think that's an area that the industry is still trying to figure out. You know, how are we disseminating information, receiving information in a way for people who are on the go all the time? Um, and even some flexibility in how people want to interact digitally. Um, so I think that's a big thing. Um, I think uh, finally the industry has embraced automation uh, to a degree where we find customers on a regular basis now who are uh, utilizing it prior to our relationship and it's saying, you know, enough with the manual nature of things. And then, you know, that I think also ties into, okay, so we went end device, how do we actually send it? And then even further back, does a title company operate with processes that are consistent across all of the different closing teams, branches, et cetera? Like, do we even know what we're doing? So that's the reverse order. Maybe the better order would be, do we know what we're doing? Are our processes consistent? Are we automating what we can automate to help our team be more strategic in how we deliver customer experience? And then are we delivering this experience in a way that's on a customer's phone, you know, on, on a web experience that it reacts to the type of device that they're on? Um, and I think if we can start focusing in some of those areas in that order, um, there's a there's a real opportunity to go do that. So we maybe should have started this whole thing off with 
do you have a consistent experience that you can even deliver today? Like, and then let's talk about how and where and all that kind of stuff. But that digital first, like that's huge. That is huge right yeah, now. It is. And not just digital and like having like a web-based experience, but also like a mobile, like you were saying. I was looking at your mobile. LinkedIn and I saw something about like um, uh, forms that are uh, mobile friendly. You know, because there's so much paperwork that has to be filled out in the process. There's so many things that you need from the consumer. And there are a lot of people who are not, who do not have computers. You know, I mean, like they just don't necessarily, <laughs> a lot of people don't need them in their day to day. You know, oh. maybe they use them for work, but it's, or, or they're on the go, you know. So it's like mobile is so key. You're going to see that a lot more in our, our verbiage also. Like we've been really leaning into that mobile. Like can't emphasize that enough because that is the consumer. That's yeah. the realtor. Yeah. That's and the realtor. Coming back to like our industry, you know, it's 2023 and we're doing this and like the mobile trends have been where they're at for a decade. So it's like, okay, it's time. Like everything that that consumer is doing today is right there on their phone. We need to be there. We got to get there. Yeah. You had mentioned security um, and and fraud. So, like, talk a little bit about having like a better experience in terms of the communication that helps sort of eliminate or really um, address that issue. Yeah, if I say eliminate, everyone will just stop listening to this podcast right here. <laughs> I think. You know, like we we firmly believe that the biggest combatant, if you will, or the best offense against fraud is education. You know, there's a lot of great technologies out there solving fraud, um, but we like to focus on if, if you have an informed customer, then that's the starting point. And yes, the technologies I think are really critical too. So, you know, I think as it comes to customer experience, that's probably like the worst customer experience if you fall victim to something like that. So just as organizations, you know, we've seen everything from we call everybody to we send a letter to we send a letter and we call everybody and we do this and we do this. And I think, you know, continued education is a great opportunity as we're thinking about some of these critical issues in our industry. Hey, hit on the, hit on the, the point that you often share about like the kind of continuum of it's super easy to access and versus like super hard to access everything's locked talk yes. about that idea because i think that hits home yeah absolutely so you could say it like this if there were no buyers and sellers it'd be really hard to or it'd be really easy to handle this wire fraud thing you know um if we weren't we buying could. and selling homes there'd be no fraud yeah <laughs> you know and you know when we think about software if we didn't if we didn't have to provide access to stuff, then we could have 100% security. Okay, so those are all ridiculous, right? But we think about it, and I'm on this narrow video, so I'll do it on this small continuum. Um, when it comes to customer experience, you've got, on one end, you have full access, super easy, everything that way that's it's not secure. And then on the other end, you have like hyper secure, you gotta do 17 versions of multi-factor authentication, and you have to you know, basically give away your firstborn to go access the actual data you need to get. What we try to do is like marry and find a spot in the middle that makes sense. Is it a good customer experience? Is it easy for the customer to understand, yet still providing a level of security that's necessary? You know, no one's met a realtor in the world that likes secure email. You know, so are there other options that we can provide for getting information out to those realtors? 
maybe, maybe not. And then everyone's going to kind of have to continue to play that game of is it easy, is it secure, and landing in a place that makes sense for them. Because, I mean, if they're also starting out in the, you know, the closing, um, you know, journey, they are knowing who they're going to be reached out to, in, in what way they're going to get those communications. I feel like that also eliminates that, like, oh, I hadn't heard from the closing agent the entire time, and I'm getting this, like, one email asking for this wire transfer or whatever it may be. You know, it's like that yeah. understanding what you're going to expect so that you can identify what's out of the ordinary or what you've been told yes. to expect. Yeah, Bill, the first customer we ever worked with, you remember what he asked us? He just, he just literally wanted us to help his real estate agents know that they got the file. Know that they started working yep. on the file. They just started working on it. That was it. But uh, Paul, we've actually been like, I think we've taken that security continuum a little like you with our product team has really taken it. Like we've even gone into biometric scanning, facial scan on our new portal. Like there's some things I think in the industry, Lindsay, that have not in the industry, in the world that have changed stuff. If you have your Apple device and you can log in with your face, you know, that's becoming an expectation now in our industry. You know, it might not be everything, but consumers and realtors are going, why do I gotta do all this stuff if I can open this device that has all my stuff on it with my face? Why do I need to? So we've been really leaning into that again, making it a mobile first experience. How does that even play into the security thing? You know, I, I, I give I give our, our dev team the engineers that do this, like, it's fun to listen to them talk about that topic. So how are you guys, um, you know, kind of paying attention to what's going on and like kind of trying to stay ahead or, I mean, obviously we're, the whole industry is slower to adopt certain technologies, but how do you guys sort of um, kind of keep your feet in or on, you know, on the ground and like kind of listen to like where the issues are and kind of continue to develop the platform to, to meet those expectations and, and needs. That's interesting. I was listening to a podcast from a friend of mine who recently grew and sold a business and he was talking about kindergarten level stuff. Like, are we listening to each other? Like, do we have respect for one another? And you know, that kind of thing. And I think one of the cool things that happened to us is when we got into the industry in 2016, we found out we need integrations. We gotta be able to interact with the software that our customers use every single day. So 2017 was a year of starting to get those integrations and we couldn't really sell anything. So all we did was take coffee meeting after coffee meeting after coffee meeting and listen and understand and sit next to processors and sit next to escrow officers across the country. And you know I think that's still one of the biggest things in terms of how we develop our experience is we just try to have as many conversations with people and understand the needs as much as we can and then also understand what the pain points are for consumers and making sure that we're talking to them as well you know we regularly put our stuff in front of realtors and say does this make sense do you like this you know and, and ensuring that we're getting everything from internal customer needs understood, what do the realtors need, what do the lenders need, and then as consumers, I think we we regularly can recognize, oh, this is a good experience, and making sure that we're bringing that uh, into what we're doing as well. So I, I think that's just, and, and it's probably a good starting point when we think about customer experience for 
any title and escrow company, any real estate attorney out there is when's the last time you just sat down with your realtor customers, your lender customers and said, how are we doing? What are some things that we can be doing to do better? And in this sort of time and you know, history, June 16th, we're having this conversation 2023 when the market isn't necessarily crazy. Now would be a great time where people have a minute to go out and sit down and have those conversations. And I think, so that's how we've been building it and that's how I think uh, our customers have an opportunity to really think about their customer experience in a new way. Uh, and it's just listening and understanding. Where are the pain points? What could we be doing better? What are the opportunities? Yeah, evaluating, you were saying earlier, like that first customer was like, all I need is to tell the agent that I've started the file. Like you, even without necessarily, I mean, talking to customers obviously is like the best way to understand like what they need. But um, like understanding and like evaluating what are the most common things that people like, where where is the most frustrating thing for me in my job? You know, like I am constantly being hounded at the beginning of the process. People want to know this. So it's like, okay, that's an issue. I need to identify a solution for that issue. And like kind of evaluating where your pain points are with your interactions with your customers and try and find solutions for those so that, you know, you're, you're meeting that, you know, it's like rather than that phone tag or that, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, there is a solution that you can um, let, let them know. And you're, it's automated. You don't have to do it because, you know, you know here or there, like wh whatever the technology you may be using, it's like there's a way to let them know ahead of time so that you're not dealing with those sort of interactions and, and that uncertainty from the customer. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's well said. So is there anything else that you guys um, wanted to talk about? I wanted to give you a chance to plug anything that you have um, maybe going on or you know, if there's anything else you feel like we didn't really touch on when it comes to consumer uh, expectations and improving your experience. You know, at Close Simple, like we, we continue to say we exist to help elevate the closing experience for all parties. You know, we talked about that a little bit earlier. And uh, as we talk to our customers across the country, that's what we're hearing, you know? So it's not just, we're providing this better experience, but we're actually seeing business impact to what we're doing. And right now it seems like there's a little bit of, of a divide in the industry. Like there are those who are hunkered down and just like really sort of just like protect, protect, protect. And then there's those who are like, now is the time to invest. Now is the time to work on my business. Cause we're no, we know we're gonna come out of this, whether it's six, 12, 18 months from now. And am I ready? to do that because we all just came out of three years of insanity or you know two years of insanity and everyone's going okay i gotta do something new so i think you know i would just encourage like now is the time to be evaluating your business and that could be including hey we should do something in customer experience or it might be something over here that you wanted to tackle but now is the time to invest when you have the time and what we're what we're really focused on is how do we how do we combine what we've done for the last five years, which is really helping our customers have a more informed client, a more informed buyer, seller, realtor. And we do that through our real-time status updates, email, text message updates, branded. You talked about it earlier. How do people know exactly who they're working with and how do they remember who that, you know, who that company was that I did that closing with? And that's the start. Emails, text message updates, very informed. We call it the pizza tracker for title. Everybody gets a visual representation of what's going on. And now we've been incorporating the next tier. And we need you to do something at this point. Download a document, upload a document, fill out a form, 
sign a document? And how do we build one cohesive experience where you can actually do that and interact with our customers in a whole new way, but that's very cohesive in terms of you have that informed person and now we can actually get them to do stuff, which is the big mover from an efficiency perspective internally, but also that sort of full experience of closing on your house. You know, So that's what we're working on, that's what we're focused on. Um, and uh, we love talking to folks who are saying, I just gotta do better in terms of my customer experience. I gotta get more efficient at my business. I gotta stand out from the competition. Uh, at this time and I got to be ready when things start to really turn around and come back uh, from an industry perspective. So that's really what we're working on and like Bill said, every, on our portal there's no app to download, everything's web-based, everything's mobile friendly. You can branded snap, to the title branded, company. snap a picture of a document, upload it directly into the title production software. So we're really just creating an experience that's elegant, simple, easy to use. Uh, and it's moving the needle for our customers. Um, if people want to get in touch or follow along, how how do they um, uh, keep track of what you guys are up to? Yeah, so you can check us out on LinkedIn. You can check us out on Instagram. We're definitely posting there a lot. Um, if you want to get in touch with Bill, it's just Bill at CloseSimple.com. With me, it's Paul at CloseSimple.com. And uh, would love to talk about how customer experience can benefit you and in terms of like infusing some energy into that. And if Close Simple is a part of that, we'd love that as well. All right, perfect. Thank you both so much. Uh, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for having us. Yep, thanks Lindsay. If you're ready to learn more, we have links to resources in our show notes at proplogics.com forward slash resource forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Until then, happy closings.